Well, welcome along to this week's episode of the Miles Quizzing with your host, Jam Master Sam, and introducing today's unwitting victim. That was a very good intro. Uh, Miles. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> welcome along. Nice to have you here today. Yeah, no, yeah. Now, we are interrupting this important quiz with yes. some important news. Yeah, I think this is a saga <laughs> for the ages. So. It was. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The, the uh, forever it's not even a trilogy it's, no, it's, it's made it to a duo yes <laughs> lawnmower news it's been a couple of weeks i think yeah since we last talked about it, it has the lawnmower's fixed <laughs> <laughs> what was just just remind everyone what was the problem it was leaking from the uh the motor. rocker cover gasket yeah yeah and you had been purchased from somewhere far far away yeah. in a land yonder yes George Lucas had sent it himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I contacted the company the day after we did that podcast. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, Are you emailing me back? And said, No worries, mate. I'll send out a new gasket. All right. I was like, Okay. Interesting. Because it's a rubber gasket. Yeah. So I thought, Well, that's unlikely to have failed because it's a rubber gasket. Also, it's a bit odd that they their response to it's failed is, We'll send you a gasket. You've thought it out. It's like, mm, Yeah. We bought it from you new. Yeah, I mean, he, to be fair, he rang me and I spoke to him and he said, like, I'm guessing you'd rather we didn't come and get it. I was like, well, yes, because yeah, I, I need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the meantime, he said, well, when you get it, have you got some gasket sealant? And in my head, I was like, well, I don't want to use gasket sealant because it makes a right mess. I said, yeah, we've got some. He said, oh, when you get the new gasket, try that with it. That should solve the problem. I was like, this sounds like a very sort of ad hoc fix. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But, you know, we'll go with it. So in our infinite wisdom, Myself and my mechanic colleague decided that, well, let's not wait for the new gasket. Let's try the gasket sealant with the old gasket. Okay. We'll take it all apart. We'll clean yeah. it all down, make sure it's all dry. We'll put the gasket back in. Can you still use it with this leak or was it? Too... Uh, it's usable. It's not great. Yeah. And um, it's a machine you I'm use fairly regularly. Yeah, I'm fairly sure it's ingesting air into an area that maybe air shouldn't be coming in yes. from. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's a new motor, isn't it? So you don't yeah. damage it. Yeah. Um, so we tried that. Uh, we turned it on, ran it for five minutes, turned the blades on, nothing's coming out. Problem okay. solved, maybe. Take it back in the shed, put it down, turn it off, starts leaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Instantly, as yeah. soon as you turn it off. Ah, balls, that's not worked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's try, taking it all apart, we'll strip out all of the gasket sealant we just put in. Let's try oh, just, the gas a, just the gasket sealant. That's a miserable job, though, stripping yeah, it out is, the gasket yeah. sealant. But, but anyway, let's try, maybe let's try just the gasket sealant. Yeah. Get rid of the gasket, because maybe that's the problem. Then we can pinch it together properly. We'll get an... So it comes with just a screw. It's just a screw that screws in and bites onto the plate behind it and goes through the other end. Okay. So we thought, well, let's try a nut and bolt. And yep. we can really clamp it together. Yeah, yeah. So we did that, got a nut and bolt, put it together. Turned it on, ran it. Absolutely fine. Properly cracked it this time. Not even a light misting, which there was the first time underneath. Turn it off, starts leaking. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, okay, right. New gasket. Meanwhile, on the day we were doing this, the new gasket arrives. So we're like, okay, put the new gasket on. We'll try it with the sealant first, as predicted. Put that together, turn it on, run it, starts leaking. So th the problem's now getting worse. Right. And <laughs> it's clearly not the head gasket. It's clearly yeah. the issue with the head. Because yeah. a helicopter flying really low outside. Yes. It's a police oh. helicopter. Oh, if you can 
hear that on the recording, everyone. Sorry, I'll try and edit it out. But that's uh, a lot it's lower than we usually get helicopters. Mars's uh, Mars's wife has been out breaking the law again. Yeah, no doubt. Up. No doubt. Yeah. In the helicopter this time. They did warn her this was going to happen. <laughs> yes. Next so, time we're going to have to bring the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> but so clearly it's not the the head gasket. There's clearly an issue yeah. with either the head or the block. As yeah, in, like the it must be warped or something. Well, actually, well you know the answer already. So, I do. So do continue, sir. So obviously, I, th- I think I explained before the back of this plate is like a tin plate. Yeah, as is the front. It's sort of like a tin type material. It's not a thick metal. So yeah. it's not a solid like it is solid, but it's not like you know I could crash this into a wall and it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So then we tried it with so we tried it with the new gasket and the new gasket and the sealant didn't work. Tried it with the sealant again didn't work. Tried it with just the gasket again still leaked. So I'm just like, oh, I'm getting fed up of this now. We're going to have to send it back. Yeah. And then my colleague had a, he sort of said, look, just leave it with me. Let me tidy this up and I'll put it back together and we'll sort it out, whatever. So annoyingly, I went to the one area I didn't want to cut with our old lawnmower, which I won't bore everybody with, but I knew that it was going to make it look a mess. Is this because, because your got... old lawnmower is just at the end of its life? Yeah, it's it's very old. It doesn't give a good cut. The blade's not very good. So I just knew that compared to what I had been getting with this, because I cut it with this for two cuts. Yeah. I knew that it would start tearing it, which it inevitably did. I'll tell just, you what, the, the small portion of our audience that are like, into like lawnmowers yeah. and gardening. Gear, Absolutely they are, loving them. They're just now. They're like oh, so record I, I podcast. Don't, like this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't worry to everyone else. There is small coming up, but it's it's interesting. Yeah. So I did that. And normally it's the very front, it's like the front entrance lawn as well. So I'm like, okay. okay. People probably wouldn't really notice. They'd just be like, there's a lawn. Yeah, yeah. It's but, not the best but lawn I've be ever fair, seen. If you cut it, it in a certain way all the time and it's of a certain quality and then it's yeah. not, then it, it might and just it, catch the eye. Annoyingly. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Sam's phone went off and he completely, like a, like a deer in headlights, just stopped. <laughs> I did. Sorry. I'm assuming this is something to do with possibly his dinner or something else. No, no, it's fine. It was Sorry. So anyway, but I, I got a message from my soon-to-be wife, and it just had it said, you know, you get a photo, and it says pick, right. and then there's a text up, and it says, I really hope you read, and I thought, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Something's something happened. about your wedding. I'm now dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I can read that in a minute when you're talking. It's fine. Um, so I finished that bit of lawn, and then I saw my colleague come round, and he's got a stupid smile on his face. And I can see he's got my lawnmower. Okay. And I'm like, well, he's fixed it. Brilliant. Could have fixed it half an hour ago, but he's fixed it. But yeah, even so, yeah. So it turns out all he did was slightly bent back the back plate because yeah. the back plate had slightly deformed. Okay. And then put it back together. Now well, and that fine. was allowing oil to leak out. Yeah, because if you think where you've got the cover, I'm just showing you. Give, yeah, give it, give it a bit of visualization for so people my, listening. My front, my, the, if you imagine a flat surface, which is the cover we've been taking on and off. Yeah. And then the surface that goes to, you put the gasket in between that. Yeah. So if, if the two surfaces are flat, the gasket seals that and That's you're good to go. That's why it sounded like it was warped. Yeah. Like one of the, like but the, the back plate's ever so slightly bent on the corners. Oh, I so see. So it's leaving a gap in the middle because you're pinching the corners with the, the screws. Yeah. But the back, the, the, the corners are bent anyway. And that really... Ever so slightly. I mean, minuscule. You wouldn't see it to the naked eye. But yeah, so it's all fixed. But if it bends... That's a pretty poor design for something that's like agricultural equipment. Yeah. Because if you think most people do just knock these about and they're not going to live an easy life. They're not like a a show car that's going to get polished after every single use. I assume you use these. Every now and again, you might jet wash them off if they get particularly muddy. 
Yeah. Do you know what? I can share. I've just read this message while you were talking then. Oh, right. Yeah. And Is I it get, a lawnmower? <laughs> no, but I can share it because it relates back to Formula One and something that we've been talking oh, about for a while. Formula One news now. She's, she received a text and it's from somebody at her work. And it said, hi, Kat, sent you an email earlier. Did you get it? And oh. she's texted me, sent me the screenshot and said, I really hope you read it the same way I did. Yeah. Go into my Toto impression from last year's Toto. Formula One, which was, hi, I've just sent you an email. Did yeah. you get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, crisis over, guys. I'm not dead. Good news. We can continue with the actual quiz. So lawnmower news is the lawnmower died. The lawnmower's fixed. But the only thing and we've ordered another new one. Because I have been given the... No, from a closer company down the road. Right. Because I, some fool, has decided that it is a good idea to put me in charge of a whole department within a business and give me a budget. I know. So I've immediately got out and bought another new lawnmower. Yeah, this is quite incredible. Because I know from knowing Sam for the decades that I have, if you give him any money, he'll go out and buy some some form of farming-ish, agricultural-ish lawnmower-ish type equipment. But yeah. the sort of thing that you would expect to see, you know if you drove up to the side of a farmhouse and <laughs> there was just like some metal objects against the wall that were clearly machine-operated somehow, yeah. but you didn't know what any of them did. Yeah. You, and you just saw them and thought, I wonder what they do. And the farmer's like, oh, well, this one's good. And they're all rusty. Yep. Sam is just, if you give him budget, <laughs> we'll just go, well, we need all of these. So so my budget runs from September to September because I think we've we've sort of, We've discussed it before. I work at a private school. Yeah. And I'm now the head gardener, effectively. Oh, he's really boasting school. today, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been so I've got quite a lot of the year left of the budget because we're in October. Oh, of course, so I've got yeah. ten months left yeah, of this. So budget. your old budget's ended. Now you've yeah. got your new budget. So now. the budget is ten grand. So it might not sound like a lot, but we we don't have a lot. He's given the financials away at this private school now. Well, well, only of this yeah, they don't know where I work. No, well they'll find out. <laughs> I have allocated, not spent completely yet, but allocated eight grand of this budget. <laughs> is it all <laughs> in the first six weeks? And blades. Uh, no, three grand of it's on lawnmowers, <laughs> <laughs> and that's only two lawnmowers. We should let the listeners know you are going to a lawnmower show. You know, like I am. I am people... going to Soltex, which I'm gonna I'm gonna put some stuff up on the Miles Driven about this because right. it's machines, and I will be having the best day of my life. I've wanted yep. to go to this show for years. Yeah, yeah, he has, and he I'm really finally has. getting to go. I've only been at this job for just over seven months now i can imagine already got a free ticket to this show the people that listen to it if, if you if you don't know what any of this is if you've ever been to a car show it is like that but it is just machinery for horticult- just horticultural actually yeah. Yeah, what is what is going it's to a horticultural be there? show but what is i don't going know to be there like, like disneyland miles <laughs> So you know a few of the rides that will be there, but you don't know the whole Yeah, exactly. Picture. I know there's like Space Mountain, but I don't know what the rest of them are. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, let's move on because, well, to be fair, most people have heard me do the intro and turned off. I thought, well, yeah. I'll just tune in next week because this is going to be some sort of crappy quiz. <laughs> so what do you know, Mr. Miles, about the moose test? Oh, where they, uh, like in Sweden, where the Volvo, where they hit it with a Volvo and a Saab and see yeah. how the car survives. Sort of. Sort of. How, so how the moose test, out. for those of you that don't know, it's been around for years, but it's been made famous and called the moose test since about 1997. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't go into too much of the details because some of the details come into the questions. Oh, right. Okay. But I've got some stuff written that basically you drive down the, you're driving down the test run and then you take, there's some cones out, some, some to the right and some to the left. So you arrive at these cones, you do a sharp left and then immediately a sharp right and then try and straighten up. And it's basically 
to simulate a moose walking out into the road and you've got to swerve around it and then get back to being on the road. This is made famous, I think, and I could be wrong. Yeah. But I think what made this famous was there was no, there was a few like American SUVs that attempted this. Yeah. Back in the 90s Mm -hmm. and flipped. You know what? You're so close to being right. And I will show you the, I'll tell you it in a bit. Okay. But part of it comes at one of the, I just, the, the car that made it famous is in the questions. Okay. That's what I just, what I remember about this is that there was a, I think it was Firestone had a deal with a, I think it was Ford. I was yeah. gonna, I'm going to say it could have been Ford, could have been GM, but one of their trucks. And to try and avoid being sued, what the car company I think did, because this, it became a big lawsuit. Yeah. What the car company did is they told people a different level of, of tire inflation that they needed than was actually true. Okay. So they would say, oh, you need, you know, 25 PSI of pressure in your tires. Yeah. When actually the recommended by the tire manufacturer would say 32. But right. as everyone will know, when your tires are a bit underinflated, they're a bit squidgy. Mm-hmm. And that the, the company worked out. I, I shouldn't say Ford because it might have been GM. It might have been one of the other. It might have even been a Japanese country uh, company. But I think it was yeah. one of the American ones. And they realised that if they lowered the PSI, they could just pass the test. Right. And then it became a lawsuit because, of course, people realised, oh, well, that's a really low PSI. I'll put the correct amount of PSI. Yeah, and then they flipped over. And then, yeah, yeah, (laughs) realised yeah. So before we get on to the actual quiz, I just want to read you what I think you'll find quite funny. I think the last sentence is what you'll find quite funny. Um, This is from Wikipedia about the moose test. It said, in 2008, sorry, in a 2008 episode of Mythbusters, the urban legend that accelerating to hit a moose would cause less damage than deaccelerating was investigated. Interesting. Now, was it proven or busted? Because I can ask you a question about this because before I finish the sentence. So they're saying that if you hit the moose at higher speed. Yeah, so if, you, if a moose comes out in front of you, we're not talking about swerving around it now. We're talking you're going to hit it regardless. Yeah. Is it better to accelerate and hit it faster and therefore harder or try and slow down however you do that? Are we talking about what's better for the moose? Because either way, the moose is kind well, of not going to be well. A bit ambiguous. Okay. Because I was going to say, uh, you... cause less damage. So I'm assuming, unless we're, okay. so saying we're not talking mooses about cars, not... I think we're yeah. just talking about the car. I was thinking that it, just so the listeners know, the way in my head I yeah. heard it was, which way definitely means you'll kill the moose rather than injure it yeah, severely, yeah. and then someone yeah. has to come out and take. No, they, they the weren't that fussed about the moose itself. Right, okay. <laughs> um, Slower, I would have thought. Yeah, anything slower. But then... so I'll, I'll I'll read the whole sentence again. The only thing I can, I can think is on. that because it as you hit its legs, they're quite tall. Yeah, so it will fold onto the bonnet. And I, I mean, I've heard about how bad this can be from yeah. my family that live in Scandinavia. That you know, it's a real mm-hmm. issue because these things are big, yep. heavy, and they'll land on the bonnet and into the windscreen. Yeah, this <laughs> is um, literally the perfect height to kill you. <laughs> yeah, and this is why in Australia, because of kangaroos are obviously quite large. Yep. Uh, they have these huge ball bars on the front. And I, I I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I think my wife might have told you that we were at a service station about three months ago mm-hmm. and a bloke just saw me wearing a basketball top. And we got talking and I said, oh yeah, I, I used to live in Australia, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, his daughter lives in Australia. And he said, uh, God, you wouldn't believe it. The other day, she, I was talking about some of the road trips I'd done. He said, oh yeah, the other day she hit a kangaroo. And she said she had the fright of her life because... She didn't have a ball bar on the front. Right. The whole front end was destroyed. Jesus. She managed to get out and walk away from this. Obviously, the marsupial that she hit. I think it's a marsupial, a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
was not so fortunate. But after that, she doesn't live in a big city. They have got the full front uh, ball bars fitted. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because she just said, A, it, you're definitely going to kill what you hit. And she would have been distraught if she'd hit a kangaroo and left it in agony because you're out. Yeah, there's nothing you can do, is there? No, yeah. if you, unless you are, you know, obviously if you're in some countries, you may have a gun in the vehicle if you're yeah. hunting or something like that. But it, the other thing is, if you haven't and you're far away, this animal is going to suffer to death. Yeah. Or, or someone's got to come all the way out to put it out of its misery. Yeah, but it's, suffering it's the better whole time. that if it's going to be hit, it's going to hit and killed. Yeah. yeah, and you don't do as much damage to the vehicle. You're not stranded with everything else. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you can, avoid it and yeah. do what the moose test is. But yeah. anyway. So let me just reread that sentence just because I think... It, Sorry, yeah. It's Sorry, not, it's, no, no, no that's fine. I was going to reread it anyway. But it, it's not necessarily funny. It's just it's the wording that's used in the last So I'm going to say slower. That's my yeah, answer. Yeah. In 2000... It, sorry, I've done it again. In a 2008 <laughs> episode of Mythbusters, the urban legend that accelerating to hit a moose would cause less damage than de-accelerating was investigated and busted. So you were right. It was found that regardless of car type and speed, the damage to a vehicle was catastrophic in all cases. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just made me chuckle. I'll come back to Wikipedia at the end. Right, so basically... So they weren't, they weren't actually seeing if it's more survivable or anything like that? No, they were just seeing whether it's better to hit it fast or slow. Yeah, this is like um, some people say, oh, if you drive a convertible in the rain at a particular speed, you won't get wet. Yes, yeah, that's exactly like, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you've got to be travelling at a hell of a speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so the the quiz basically is I've got 10 cars, yep. and I've got the year, the model, and the make, and it's whether they passed or failed the test. Oh, okay. Okay, and then at the end, there's a question about the current champion where and is, guessing the speed. Out of interest, do you know where the te- this particular test was done? I don't. Okay, I, so I, it could have been yeah. Canada, it could have been Yeah, and it America, might be several be different Scandinavia. ones that have been combined, but yeah. it was just sort of a generic... As I said to you when I arrived, I had some extensive knowledge yeah. and a really long quiz for all this, yes, but I did. forgot it. <laughs> so, so I had to quickly do some research when I got here. So this was the, the first Sam list I could find. Prepared. Yes. Is, is that the, yeah, that's, the miles that's, that, driven yeah, and, and the, the Sam, Sam prepared. prepared. <laughs> yeah, that's why we don't highlight the Sam prepared. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, my guess would be this is going to have happened in either Scandinavia or Canada or one of yeah. those countries. Yeah, so. I would guess so. Okay, first one on the list. A 2004 fantastic car. A Porsche 996 GT2. What did it? Yeah, it got. Yeah, that that passed. It did. Yeah, that's congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take these off. I like so I go because I've written them down in a certain way, and I don't want you to sort of. You know the reason, ladies and gentlemen, that he picked that car is because that's like his dream. I didn't of all pick it. It was cars. on the list that I looked at. <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> yeah. Is there were there other cars that you picked that one over? Or no, did you, have you just no. Every the the car? list had list had that ten. List. Had a GT2. Yeah, 996. 996. <laughs> so that, you just 2004, looked. so one of the later ones. So Sam literally got a list up, found his dream car on it. Yeah, and decided, like, this will do. I must do a quiz on this. Okay. Citroen Xantia Activa, 1999. And 1999, I'm trying to picture in my head, I would have definitely seen one of these when I worked in the trade as a part exchange, and it would have been very used. But I... It would have been wallowy if it's a Citroen, but it probably Ooh, wouldn't. It. He really rolled. wants to get ten out of ten here, don't you? It probably wouldn't have. How? What does it have to do to fail? Sorry, is it, uh, if it roll, is, I think. So if it rolls over or if it hits, yeah, it doesn't but make it's at the a certain corner. speed. I don't know what speed the test was done no, at. But the, to pass, it just has to make the turn. I, sh- uh, I think. I guess if you spin out, it might be a oh, fail yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that it passed. Oh, annoyingly, you are correct. Oh, good. 
that's a that was a tougher one. I'm just thinking Citroens, they have a lot of roll. Yeah. But they're built for comfort in that sort of way of they'll roll to the end of the earth, but yes. they won't roll over. Yeah. <laughs> 2015 Ford Focus. Pass. Incorrect. No. Failed. No way. Yeah. Okay. I was a bit too confident there. I thought yeah, anything, you were. I thought anything of that age would easily get yeah. around it, but it wasn't. Oh, okay. Ferrari Testarossa. Um, that's a very wide vehicle. No, didn't didn't make it. Pass. Ah, oh, I thought it would flip the um, tone or something. Okay, fair enough. Two thousand and seven. This may be the easiest one on the list. Ford Ranger. Failed. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Have you driven one? I'm sure you must have driven. Yeah, I have. I've yeah. definitely driven a couple. Wallowy is a compliment. <laughs> uh, if they could, getting around a roundabout would be a challenging yeah. one, let alone yeah. the moose test. Okay. I mean, great um, vehicle. If you just want to put it on a farm, fine. Yeah. But do you know what? Uh, sorry, just a no, very no. quick story. We had the Ma when I worked at a Mazda dealer. Mm -hmm. The Mazda was a Mazda BT50, I think. Okay. Which was a Ford Ranger with some new badges and a little yes. bit of tiny okay. bits done to it. And I remember getting it brand new one once. And I thought, this does not fit with our lineup. Like we've got <laughs> all these other vehicles that feel quite modern. Some of them had, you know, you've got in a few of my yeah, yeah. cars, had all the latest stuff. And then you get in this and you think, I know it's supposed to be quite agricultural. But this feels but, like Jesus. it's 10 years old <laughs> and that it was made 10 years before that. Yeah. Like, anyway, anyway, carry on. That's right. You can talk as much as you want. I mean, we've only got six left. Okay. Uh, cool. Five left, sorry. Toyota, 2019, Toyota RAV4. Ah. Oh, I think RAV4's failed this at some point. And then I think they, mm, and then I think they might have passed. Does just, it give, just to give you a bit more jeopardy you've currently got three right two wrong mm, okay does it do, do i get the particular spec of this rav4 no. i'm just wondering if it was hybrid it would have batteries low yeah. down <laughs> yeah. and then i think it would less likely to how well do they drive currently running at a 60 percent pass rate i mean <laughs> i mean but a ford see i was thinking well yeah but a ford no. focus you'd expect to go around exactly, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna say it passed Incorrect. Ah, you're now at fifty percent. Oh, I know it's insane, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> uh, right, we've got four left. You can pick. I'm surprised. One to four. Which one you have next? I'm just surprised cars that are that new. But oh, it's if insane. you said cars from yeah. the 80s and 90s, no surprise whatsoever. Even if you said some really capable cars from the 2000s, not that surprised. But 2010 onwards. Yeah, let me just have a quick look and see if it tells me on here like the. What they they do? must what the moose. No, but it must be them. like an average speed that they do it at. Yeah, I would have thought it'd be a fair old speed as well, probably like, like 50 or something. Uh, like the that. car with the slowest speed. Oh, that's a good one. I can add that as a question in a minute. Um, I didn't know. There's, there's a car on there. I think passed. it's about. I think it's 37 miles an hour. Oh, so it's not. How is a Ford Focus not passed? Oh, that? here we go. Hang on. It's um, 110. <laughs> right, test specifications. I might as well read this out now. I should have read this yeah, out at the beginning, okay, to be yeah. fair. The test is performed on a dry road surface. Traffic cones are set up. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop, Sam. A Ford Focus failed On a this. dry track. On a dry track <laughs> yeah. going around some cones. The car is to be tested has one belted person in each available seat and weighs and waits in the boot to achieve maximum load. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah, that's my bad. Uh, okay, yeah. Right. That when point... the driver comes onto the track, he or she 
quickly swerves into the oncoming lane to avoid the object and immediately swerves back to avoid oncoming traffic. The test is repeated and in at in an increased speed until the car skids, knocks down the cones, or spins around, or flips over, obviously. Yeah. This usually happens at speeds of about 43 to 50 miles an hour. Skids, so they fail it if it starts to Spin lose around, grip. Yeah. So when it says skids, are they talking about spinning or are they talking about like... Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you if you do skid, you're going to hit the cone. So if you hit a cone, you fail. Yeah, but I mean, so if you... As long as you get round it, yeah. even if you do have sort of understeer and screech, yeah. but you don't hit a cone, I don't Oh, yeah, I'd expect pass. you to have understeer and screech at 50 mile an well, hour. Four, four up in some of these vehicles. Yeah, but swerving. I mean, it's not. I've, I've watched videos of it and it's not gentle. No, no. It is not. literally chuck it left, yeah. chuck it right. Do you know, I can say for a fact that, well, I say, um, when I had my, oh, what did I have? It was a 2010. Mazda 6 Sport with a 2.2 diesel. That was the company car I had for about six months, I think, when I was... I had two of them, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry. I had two of them. One of them with the 2-litre petrol, one of them with 2.2 diesel. Yeah. Now, I know for quite... A, with some certain confidence, I right. should say, a certain amount of confidence, that the diesel could probably pass this. Because I remember going down a slip road once <laughs> and something, very dark night, Something yeah. shot across, and I didn't know if it was someone's cat, a rabbit, a dog, or you know, a bin bag. <laughs> so, I, the natural reaction in my head was, I am swear, and I chucked this thing right, yeah, chucked it left. I was fine. Well, there you go, and I must you have rung them up because I was gonna, I should have said, you Master, must. you passed yeah. this. Um, I bet they would have, well, they probably, but then I was only on, I was on my own, yeah, exactly. So, it's so whether with four weight, up but... and all that sort of stuff, but then you think it'd be harder, it would corner slightly better with more weight in it. Yeah, that's what I'm but... thinking. You would be sort of yeah. lower to the ground and flatter, but then again, the as you sort of turn in, the force is all shifting against, yeah. but they're all belted, so they should stay. Yeah, but I just mean that the general shift of the weight yeah, shift, the weight is still there to shift about. Yeah, there, so fair. as you make that corner, the, the chances of you getting a bit of understeer and then just drifting off into the cone, yeah, um, which is probably what out the forward focus but i would oh, do you know what that's brave four people that belted themselves into yeah. a, into a ford ranger in 2007 yeah. <laughs> and said right let's go let's for do it. this yeah. <laughs> so on that on that subject yeah. 2012 jeep grand cherokee uh 2012 that was in 2012 that would have been the newer but it wouldn't have been the newest i think they had a new one about 15, 14, 15, and the newest one. So it was that sort of boxy. Um, I'm going to say I've actually driven two of these. Yeah. And I can tell you now, by the way, uh, interior space, not very good. For, for someone who's very tall, <laughs> yeah. by the way, if you're looking at this particular age, <laughs> um, just I was quite surprised because it's quite a big vehicle from the outside. And I remember opening the door. And it was a bit like, you know, some Japanese pickup truck. Yes. You think there should be more space in here than there is. Yep, there just isn't. There just wasn't, <laughs> yeah. The newer Jeeps, the newer ones than that were, were fine. But that particular generation, I don't know what will happen there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it failed. It did fail. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay, You're now back into the if winning it was percentiles. An, <laughs> if it was an SRT with the 6.1 yeah. Hemi V8, yeah, then I reckon it would have passed. Yeah. <laughs> 2019, Hyundai Tucson. Oh, is anyone in South Korea building an SUV thinking about a moose? <laughs> That's the question here, isn't it? <laughs> it really, really is. 
the RAV4, would you say 2019? Yeah. Oh, so the RAV4 didn't pass. It was the same age. So this is really a question of who built a better handling SUV? The Japanese. Yeah. Consumer advice here. Yeah, this really <laughs> is. Oh, I've been in one. Oh, I don't know what engine it's got. So you, I, think, I think they've made these. You could get them, I think, with a 1.6 litre petrol engine. I mean, that's not moving. No, but it would have <laughs> made the front very sort of light to get around the corner. Yeah. Which with a diesel, it would have sort of understeered. But oh, I kind of put a little bit more faith in the Japanese. But then there's been some good cars come out of Korea in the last 10 years. I'm going to go, I'm going to say it didn't pass. It did. Ah, oh, the Koreans Back did a better 50, job. 50. He's got two left. Well, fair play. So, if you are uh, in a country that has moose, yeah, yeah, uh, or one moose, yeah, <laughs> and you are looking for a family SUV, yeah, and the Hyundai Susan is your vehicle. Go for that over a Rav Four if you are concerned that there might be a moose one day in the middle of the road, yeah, and you want to get round it. With your family, there's proper consumer advice from the miles driven, and some more consumer advice on the next car, oh, God. the 2017 yeah. Tesla Model X. Yeah, I reckon it did it. Yeah. Battery pack in the floor. Yeah, that was one of the easier ones that did pass. So you, yeah. if you want to spend a bit more money than a Tucson, you could buy a Model X. If you want to spend uh, three, four times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Now there should be a bit of a clue here for you, but I'm not going to sway you either way. A Lamborghini. The 1997 <laughs> oh, right, okay. Mercedes A-Class. Oh, that's really annoying. That's really annoying, Sam. I thought you were going to say a Mercedes E-Class or something. Yeah. And I could make it a bit easier. The A-Class. Now, I don't want to get it confused. The same sort of time Audi built the A1, which was quite mm-hmm. um, revolution for its day. I think it was for its day. I think it was all aluminium, yeah. lightweight. They put a 1.4 diesel engine in it and it would do huge miles per gallon. What was Mercedes' answer to that? I don't think it was as good. Now, it's a high seating position, higher roof, and it's the entry level of Mercedes, but it's still Mercedes and they probably would have had to think about this. Ah. I think an E-Class and a C-Class would be easier because I would imagine when people are buying those ones, they sort of... But I, don't, I just don't know. Still Mercedes, though, you'd think. Although their quality around this time was not peak yeah. Mercedes. Didn't pass. It did not pass. Oh, yeah. Now, let me just read you. So, hang on. Let's work let out where you, you are. What happened. One, it two, rolled on three, its roof. four, five. You literally got 50%. <laughs> did I? So, you are just... Which in... ones did I get right, then? I'll tell you what, just in case you've forgotten, I'm assuming you've been playing along at home, but just in case you've forgotten, I'll run through the cars and you can try and remember what you said. So, 2004 Porsche 996 GT2. Passed. You got that right. 2019 Toyota RAV4. That failed. You got that wrong. Uh 2017 Tesla Model X. That passed. You got that right. 1997 Mercedes A-Class. That failed. You got that right. Oh, you got that right, didn't you? So, that actually means you got... Six, right. Oh, more wrong. than 50%. Yeah, you did. Well done. Oh. Uh, sorry. So 2019 Hyundai Tucson, that passed. You got that wrong. 2012 Jeep Grand Cherokee, that failed. You got that right. 1999 Citroen Xantia Activa, that passed. You got that right. 2015 Ford Focus, that failed. You got that wrong. 
And everybody understands why he got that wrong. <laughs> 1987, Ferrari Testarossa passed. You got that wrong. Yeah. 2007, Ford Ranger failed. You got that right. To no one's so surprise, let yeah. me just read you this sentence. Let me just open my you, prehistoric uh, you, iPad. You had another question, didn't you? I did. Well, I'll oh, come okay. to that. But going back to what I asked at the beginning about making it famous. On 21st of October, 1997. Do I get to guess what the vehicle is? No. Oh, okay. You already have. A journalist from a motoring magazine, I'm not going to say who it was, overturned the new Mercedes-Benz A-Class on the Moose Test at 37 miles an hour, wow. while a much older, widely mocked car from East Germany managed it perfectly. That's when it became famous and became known as the Moose Test. So when uh, I said it became famous in 97, this is what made it famous because a yep. journalist did it. So we've got two more questions here. Where was the journalist from? It was not road and track, wasn't it American? No, it's... Uh, was it a German one? Technikens Vlad. Okay, well, if you're in Germany and that's a big, uh, uh, okay. that's, that's a motor magazine you read, then yeah. <laughs> so it's still done. Swedish, a Swedish automotive magazine tests hundreds of cars every year. With I was going to say. Still, yeah. so. um, they've been publishing the test results since 1983 on their website. So we've got two questions for you now, unless I find another one whilst I'm reading. I'll just cut across you to say yeah, that yeah. I'm not surprised it's Sweden because the last time I was there, my auntie called me. When I was, they, they'd driven off ahead of us in the yep. truck and we'd rented a van. We were moving some stuff. Mm -hmm. And she called me halfway into the journey and I'm, she might well be listening. And she said, Miles, remember to look out for moose. Yeah. <laughs> this is, A, this is not the first time I've been in Sweden. <laughs> and secondly, I know where you used to live. That It's not like the, the absolute backwards. She said, no, we do get moose. I'm like, why have you called me halfway through this journey to tell me something? <laughs> it was just one of those funny conversations where you have with a family member who, you know, when she lived in the UK, that would never have been a conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. to have a relative call you up, just be careful of the moose. It's a bit like when my other auntie, when I was in Australia, said to me, oh, you're doing, oh, you're going to Melbourne. All right, well, just watch out for kangaroos. He's thinking, this is just a bizarre conversation to have with a family member. Yeah. I understand we're in the right <laughs> context of it. It's just, if I was in London... And someone said to me, well, careful of the kangaroos on the moose on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to finish this bit about the Mercedes. Sorry, so, sorry. That's all right. Sorry. Mercedes initially denied the problem, but then took the step of recalling all units sold to date, which was 2,600 Ooh. at the time, and rebuilding 17,000 cars and suspending sales for three months until the problem was solved by adding ESC, rebuilding. which is obviously electronic stability control, they had to... and modifying the suspension. Do you know what this is similar to? Yeah. Do you know there was another German car company that also made a really big mistake around this time? Right. Can you guess? Uh, I wouldn't be able to. One of your favourite cars. Uh, it's not one of your favourite cars. Porsche. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Audi okay. had just released the TT. Oh, very late right. 90s. The first one they made that was rubbish. Um, didn't have a spoiler on the back. If you notice, all TTs yeah, yeah. of that generation have either a little spoiler or a big spoiler. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this very sleek body style. And the first ones didn't. And then they got a lot of calls of the cars just spinning out entirely. Oh, because it's too slippy. It was. It just created this lift <laughs> at the back that would spin the car out. And so they had to then recall all of them, wow. fit a spoiler to them, and then Mental. start selling them with all, all the spoilers. <laughs> just this funny thing of, did that not come up? Yeah, you think in the testing that might have happened. You know, yeah. if, if a new small supercar manufacturer, so, uh, what was it? Was it Koenigsegg on the mm -hmm. Top Gear track years yes, ago? Yes, yeah, the little spoiler. Little yeah. spoiler. Yeah, now, yeah. you forgive them because yeah. they've got they've 20 like or 10 30 cars. people <laughs> yeah, just working away. And until the problem happens, 
that you know you don't expect them to know about it. Yeah. When it's Audi, you're like, did that not come up? Did I one thing? Oh, well, what about if we tested it in the wind tunnel at 70? Yeah. Well, then it spins out and crashes. Oh, oh. we should probably fix it. No that. one does 70, do they? I mean, we've got <laughs> autobahns. <laughs> so, interestingly, Mercedes spent $2.5 billion developing that car. They had to spend a further $300 million to fix it. So it's an expensive mistake. Um, moving on to the last two questions we have for you. Three hundred million. That's insane, isn't it? I bet that really ruined actually any profits from the A class because it oh, it was yeah. a high um production number, but it wasn't their sort of high value car. Yeah. I mean they obviously they probably make a lot of money from say like E class sales that are well mm-hmm. spec'd, but something like an A class, which they would have probably mainly sold in Europe with a diesel engine, like an S I mean the ones I used to see in in the trade were all sort of like S E type of spec if they had leather it was quite special yeah so anyway do you know some current vehicles generally still fail it really so there is one the present 2021 to present toyota rav4 hybrid still fails the test <laughs> what is it with the japanese and that toyota <laughs> do they really fail it yeah How, so they hasn't built... yet passed the test that car do you know what actually you say this i think i know that i think i've heard that before well, and I, but i heard it somewhere that I didn't think some, you know, I thought someone had probably got their facts wrong. Yeah. I thought that. No, There's no way true. Toyota. But then again, how many moose are wandering around Japan? Well, exactly. So, yeah. Right. The car with the current slowest speed to successfully complete the manoeuvre. Slowest speed. Um, As in... Probably something that couldn't get up to the speed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's old. Ooh. Is it? Give us a, a continent. It's British. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure you'll have heard of the car, but okay. they have made a very famous car. Okay. It wasn't the the three wheeler thing, was it? Ooh. The um. Ooh. 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 A setter. No. No, not a setter. No. Surely you can remember what the three wheel British car was called. Oh, it's not Robin Reliant. Right. So you're on the right track. Robin. No, it's not Robin. That was the oh, that was sorry, the model. Was the... It's so a Reliant Scimitar. Nope. Uh, a Reliant. Was it? Oh, was it the sporty version? No idea what, what this car is. Of the three door, which would called a. They put a different fiberglass body on top of the three wheel, and it was a sports one. But I wouldn't have thought that would be slower than the three wheel van. No, go on, Sam. A Reliant Rialto. Okay. Never heard of it. No. Right. What, what so, speed did it, did it... Have you got a speed? Oh, yeah, sorry. 26.4 miles an hour. I'm oh. assuming that after this, then, it it failed it. Because otherwise, everyone could just drive oh. down it at 20 miles an hour. I was say, so didn't you, I think you said at the start, they do it at increasing, increasing. speed. So this must have been its top. So they do... Yeah, do you know what? This makes sense, because I've seen this when I've looked at NCAP scores. NCAP's yeah, they the keep going European until it fails. Organization. You'll have a different one, depending mm-hmm. on what continent you're listening in. Um, they they test certain things up to certain scales. Yeah, and they'll give it. A, I mean, the new ones are really advanced, and they'll give it a percentage score, right, of how yeah, it yeah. performs and stuff. But um, I, I imagine yeah, they do it or they do them all at ten miles an hour. Yeah, and then it's a bit like if you've ever watched, uh, weightlifting or strongman. Yes, it's okay, like, yeah, right, that everyone's going to go and do an entry, an opening weightlift, and then we can get rid of the people that couldn't even do that. 
and yeah. then we'll do the next one <laughs> yeah. and the next one and then after this point you start getting points yeah you know? okay so that was that one is there a highest there is that's what we're moving on to Ooh. the current champion now do you want some clues or would you like to just guess from cars oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so the speed it did it at 53 miles an hour oh not that impressive when you're yeah but we're, we're talking so, like taking a sharp corner so take imagine you're just driving down the road and you need to take the next left-handed <laughs> yeah. right-handed corner no no fair enough but you're taking it at 53 um, oh, i was thinking of like a bugatti viron well but i guess that the next one have. will rule out a lot for you because i think we need to has held the record since 1999 i don't think it's a bugatti viron. beating Cars such as a track-orientated 911 GT3 RS wow. and the 2017 McLaren S uh, sorry 675 LT. What, mate? When you get this car, you'll be like, I don't, I, I don't believe this is true. So that someone just really lucked out, like the perfect, must the have, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> must have, everybody must have lent the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I bet the test drive was like, I really like this, and I own one of these, so we're gonna get record and i need everyone to do the following <laughs> i'll give you a clue it's a car that's been spoken about recently just just give us the year again or do you not have a year but it, was it 19... it's held the record since 99 so you can start by guessing continents if you want and we'll go from there oh is it european it is european okay. um and that's the closest you're going to get I think. yeah <laughs> oh. i'm not even sure you'll guess the country not because it's rare just because you think now nah, they wouldn't have done it <laughs> Is it a uh, Volvo? No. Okay. I was just thinking that some. You might be better off guessing countries first. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, is it France? It is France. Yeah, I thought it would be France. <laughs> I gave you too much of a clue by saying you think France. Nah, they wouldn't have done it. No, because the French somehow. I, I think the French actually know about a suspension system. Well, you no remember one the one that goes could... over the cobble test? Yes. And, exactly. just go, and they, they did slap. it on Top Gear. They're pretending to defuse a bomb, weren't yeah. they? But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think the French actually do have a suspension system. They figured out, went to the interior minister yeah. of France and said, no one can know about this. Yes. And so it's fitted to all French cars. Well, but not you're not allowed them, to take them the apart. The top end stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you can't reverse engineer it and no one knows it's there. Yeah. Like There's something magic they found. Um, the clue. I'm not even sure I should tell oh, you it's again. It's going to have something like... Um, I did give you a clue. I'm not sure if you picked up on it, though. I'm really surprised that McLaren... Like, if not you even had listening. hydraulic... No, like, sorry, <laughs> I am. I was just thinking it will be something that had hydraulic like gas struts, but... Quite possibly. It's French. Yeah. Oh, a Bugatti EB110. No. Oh. Have we spoken about that recently? No, we haven't. Right. So that was the clue that you didn't pick up on that I gave you. We've spoken about it recently. And that's it. I'm not going to tell you when, but recently. You know the order we record podcasts in? Could have been this one, could have been the last one. I'm just looking for titles, but I can't <laughs> see any on my screen. The only titles are written on the piece of paper in front of me. <laughs> yeah. French car. Yeah, so let's try and break it down. No more clues An for Alpine? you. Alpine? Nope. I'm going to think of stuff that's... I'm going to try and think of things that are too rare and yeah. don't get it. Maybe don't do that. There you go. It's the last clue you are going to get. Renault? Nope. Really? Yeah. Oh. He's left himself with two. Oh, Citroen? Yes. Citroen. Oh, what Citroen have we spoken about recently? It, it couldn't have been the. Um, uh, sorry, I'm not doing a very good job, ladies and gentlemen, of filling in the gap of thinking. No. Um, it couldn't have been the old. No, because this was 1999. Yeah. So what Citroen was around in the 90s? Yeah. That would have been subjected to. Because I guess they only do this test when they're new. 
Mm. Like cars that are five years out of production, they're not sticking out anymore. of production. I'd say probably not. No, um, but this car was definitely in production. A Citroen C5. Nope. The okay. I'll narrow down the when we spoke about it to we spoke about it in the quiz. Did we? Yep. Oh, the the Zantia. Yep. No way. <laughs> the Citroen Zantia. Activa V6 has held the record since 1999. Do you know what? That definitely was done by someone who owned the car. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, uh, we don't need to I test... I know how to drive yeah, this. We don't know... No, no, we don't need to test their one that they've sent us. We need to test my one. Yes. <laughs> my rally spec one <laughs> yeah. that I've got. Okay, well, you know we're not allowed to slide in this. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If everyone just wants to do look the other way. <laughs> right, what's the speed trap say? It says 53. We don't think you did it. In but how mental that's beaten Porsches. Yeah. That's and a McLaren. <laughs> I know the thing. The thing well, it's beaten everything. Nothing's beat it since. <laughs> I was going to say, because if you think of, I don't know, a, a modern luxury vehicle, uh, Rolls Royce or uh, the supercars like McLaren, they have these independent suspension systems and they'll prop up essentially one side of the car. Yeah. To keep it from, what is it? Is it the new Audi A8 that can do the same thing and it? it can sort of turn itself a little bit. Right, you put it into a heavy corner, it can like lean. Um, so I'm really surprised that nothing has managed to. Yeah, that's that's actually very surprising. But then I a wonder proper if proper bombshell. <laughs> I wonder if they stop testing them at a certain speed. Like the pass is say 45. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they don't want to push it. Yeah, well, like yeah. the manufacturer says, if I pass, that's fine. But yeah. I don't want you to say. Well, you can only do one mile an hour more. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. one car might be able to do it at 100. Yeah. But if we pass... I guess they keep the they probably keep the distance between the cones the same as well. Yeah. Which could be the, the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe modern cars will just understeer for that. They need a more gradual corner or better conditions. Yeah, I just, or... I'm just thinking like on a track day, like this is the, the sort of prep you would do. Or Maybe you just cross. cannot get a better handling car than a Citroen. Do you know what we have revealed on this podcast is that all the people out there doing track days, autocross... Yeah, are in the wrong cars. They're, yeah, they're all going out and they're thinking, oh, maybe a BMW. You're paying uh, for these dream lap days yeah. and you're getting in your McLarens and yeah, your Lamborghini and Aventadors and yeah. stuff like that. Really, you need to be in a Citroen uh, Xantia. And you'd be going around at an absolute hair-raising speed. Yeah. And you would look... Taking like chicanes at 80. And people would be like, oh, that, that guy's the best driver in the world. Formula yeah. One would be signing you up. It's a, it, do you know what? It's just a Citroen advert from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I really am interested to know how they've held that record. Well, there you go. I mean... Something for you to do some research on and report back in the next podcast. About. It's when we find out that, you know... The test's been shut down. <laughs> yeah. But so, as I say, I think it would be something like the test line is, is say, 45. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to risk being told, like, saying, okay, well, let's see if we can do it at 50, and then you can't. Because it's a bit like if you get, um, you know, uh, doctors, when, yeah. they be, when they part, when they go on to their studies, yeah, they don't get a score like you would if you studied for law or your okay. history degree or something like that. Like, when I got my degree in economics, I, I have a score at the end of it. Yes. And that gives me a... a um, a particular type of well, a particular type, but you get a first, you get a two one, you get a two two. Mm -hmm. Depending on what score you got, that's your qualification yeah. score. Doctors don't get that. Okay, they get you passed or you failed because right, the okay. pass line is considered everything above this is yeah. is a doctor. Everything yeah. below this is not a doctor. I mean that that's fair. 
Yeah. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, but the, the, I would imagine that the the reason being is that they don't want... Because if you knew, oh, yeah, your doctor passed, but he's only got, like, two over the pass line. My doctor got 15 over the pass line. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't really want You'd have that. questions. Yeah, and <laughs> certainly you don't want to be the doctor. Like, if you think you did really well, you may want to find out, but you don't want to risk being told, uh, borderline. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> passed by a technicality. Yeah. Um, unless there's something else to it, but I just can't imagine that more modern, especially supercars and yeah, exactly. I mean, if a Testarossa can do it for whatever the the requirement is, so basically, I've absolutely smashed it out of the park with another quiz. That was a good one, Sam. I liked that. Is there anything? Uh, is there any? Just out of interest, is yeah. there any other type of test like like a kangaroo test? Not that I know of. Okay. If you know of one, I will do another one. Yeah, and <laughs> and certainly if you know of one and you have it in your country, then let us know because I'm yeah, just thinking because I'll do another quiz on it. I'm thinking what other um, sort of animals that would be a, b- a big concern. I know my uncle in Sweden told me uh, I think it's wild pigs or boars. Yeah, because they weigh something like two hundred uh, or more kilos. So if you're listening in the UK or the US and you work in Imperial like four or five hundred pounds yeah so if you hit it it doesn't move mm-hmm. You're, well it does and it obviously hurt it a lot but yeah you will not walk out of this like thinking oh what did I hit you will have a destroyed car and yeah, you know you exactly, hit it yeah. um, because there were a few of those near uh, their home I remember he pointed one out and he goes yeah I'm just keeping an eye on that thing I thought like, it's all the way over there and he said yeah but even in you know he's got a Dodge Ram pickup truck yeah but even in this if that thing walks out i don't want to hit it yeah a because the car will be finished <laughs> but b <laughs> we will stop suddenly <laughs> like, is it that bad he said yeah they're big they're big and they're you know if you've ever picked up um is it a, not a pug a uh a bulldog like yes a french bull, I'm a, a french bulldog yeah they're, they're quite small yeah but they weigh a lot yes that is fair yeah so they're, <laughs> they're like that you look at it and you think Oh, it's quite small. You know, it will, I can pick that up. And you're like, God, this thing weighs... You know, there's a great Dane walking next to it that's thinking, you're a bit heavy, mate, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you know of one, send it in to us because uh, Sam can do another quiz of it. And Sam will have a look in the meantime and see if there's I any will other... indeed. Um, just a side note on this before we end. Okay. I was doing a, an article about um, NCAP testing recently. Yep. And I do have to wonder... I know the ultimate goal of NCAP is to make every car unbelievably safe. Yeah. And that's obviously what we all want. We all want to be in a car that feels, you know, indestructible in many ways. But certainly if the worst was ever to happen, yeah. Mm -hmm. The problem I see is that they keep upping the requirements. So I was doing a a refresh of some cars that have been retested. So it's a car that every time they add new safety equipment, even if it's, Oh, we've added more airbags. Yeah. They can then submit to be retested. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you were a major car in, let's say, a 20... Uh, the Volkswagen Golf was actually one of them. So it had been tested previously, say, about 2020. Yeah. And then there's one that's come out, and it's just got some more airbags. So they do a, another test. But it scored less. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is... Kind of dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. But the the, the problem was for them is that they have added more safety equipment to it and made it worse. No, the well, well, they have in score terms, yeah. Yeah, NCAP's requirements uh, have gone okay. up, right? And the problem is, 
the, now they're scored quite a lot on um what's it called there's the vulnerable road user category right okay which uh if you are driving anything that is not um a hatchback then you probably have a car that doesn't score that amazing in i was going through these cars i was like yeah. so basically even um i think a two series active sora which is just slightly bigger than a hatchback mm-hmm. didn't score I mean, it was like 60, 70%. Right. Compared okay. to a hatchback that might get 75%. And then there was an SUV and it got 60%. Yeah. And then the other thing they test is it has to have a load of emergency systems, emergency braking, and, you know, lane assist, blah, blah, blah. So the requirements for those have gone up, which knocks down the chances that you're going to get a good score because yeah. you have to have more and more hit. Yeah. Um, the, the only issue I had with it is that you do wonder if they get to a point where they say, okay, what do people, what are people really concerned about? Most people, I think, being T-boned, you know, someone crashing into the side of your car. Yeah. That's a big concern for a lot. You know, if, if you're looking at accidents. I'd say so. Uh, because it's, it's where the car's like, exposed. Yeah. You know, if someone hits the back of you or the front of you, yeah, you, you can get some bad back injuries. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you would rather not crash at all. Yeah. But, you kind of feel well at least there's some you know there's there's a space for the energy to be whereas if it's the door you're right next to the door yeah exactly whereas in a lot of these tests because they're sort of saying well how safe is it for a pedestrian how safe is it for a child how safe is it for an adult you wonder if they're sort of putting the the requirements and manufacturers are making their cars more and more safe but heavier right okay yeah and it's the classic thing of the safest vehicle to be in the road would probably be a Challenger 2 tank. Yes. <laughs> that would probably be one of the safest vehicles you could drive down the road. However. Not great. And if someone else had a Challenger 2 tank, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, you wouldn't get down the road, but if you did crash into each other, there'd be a lot of damage. Yeah. But if you did a crash test on them, you'd be like, well. Absolutely bomb-proof. Quite <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> so I just... Uh, that's a little bit i'm not knocking what they're doing is testing at all it just was something that came into my mind i thought hmm bit odd because this car's done amazing been retested scored less and that'll make the manufacturer think oh, okay well we'll add in this and this and this and this but what's ultimately going to happen is it'll get heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier yeah and like we've discussed with um some electric vehicles that are weighing more and more and more now of course there's always been there's always been heavy vehicles yeah just always and you know vans that are loaded up to the hilt and weigh three tons on the road because they've got so much in the back of them yeah um but you kind of just get a bit worried that you know your average road user who's possibly just in a small hatchback is suddenly driving a 1.6 ton 1.7 ton 1.8 exactly yeah to get all the stuff in it but uh, so to me i would imagine that if they could actually just make the areas that people are really concerned about, i.e. side impact, front impact, rear impact, and all this. Because, I know, sorry, I don't want to bore anyone with this. One of the interesting things that came out of it is that the front of a car, I don't see how it wins. Like, it has to be really good at deforming. Yeah. It has to be able to crash into something head first Mm -hmm. and sort of break apart in a way that puts the energy around the car and that the occupants are okay yeah it also has to be able to uh, if it hits a what they call vulnerable road user cyclist or pedestrian 
be curved in enough of a way that it does as minimal damage as possible. Yeah. But so you have to build it really strong, but but also very very, very flimsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, it's not an easy thing to do. Is yeah. It? You know. You just. I mean, incredible that car manufacturers are able to to do this. Probably one of the reasons why I think Sam, you've mentioned it on the podcast before, that cars kind of drift. More modern cars, particularly, are drifting to look similar. Yeah. Because of course there is. You know, what's the fastest thing that flies? Well, well, commercially, it would be Concorde. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically a dart. Mm-hmm. So how do you make something fly faster than that? Well, you keep engineering a dart. Yeah. Because as far as we've got at the minute, unless you're talking... It's the best you've got, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just... If you want something to fly faster, you make it pierce the air mm-hmm. more. You don't sort of go, well, what's a different way of doing it? They just refine and refine and refine. Yeah. So if we're at a point where, you know... We've got to go further and further along. It just seems like a more and more difficult task, but you end up all creating. These are clever engineers, but if there's only one shape... Yeah, then it's just difficult to work around. Uh, yeah, because then you will say, well, how do we make our car look any different to the next person's car? Well, yeah. I don't know, put a, put a different headlight on it or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, that headlight's 0.1 percentage worse than that one, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Just an interesting point. Thought I'd bring it up. That ends the podcast, Sam. You'll be very happy to know. Very good. But have we got any Sam announcements? We don't this week. No? Not this week, no. You haven't driven anything of any interest you want to tell anyone? Nope. I think when this comes out, you'll be back from your honeymoon. Very good. So, so the next one, I'll be able to tell you all about it. Yeah, all about it. You would have <laughs> evened up his tan. Yep, exactly. Actually, what what is the... Th- right now, as you're in Mexico, as people listen yep. to this... What, it's about what? 30, my late 20s, early 30s. Oh, God. You should so. take our friend with you. Yeah. He could go and melt. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it at 32. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's his best he, temperature. Yeah, he's definitely not sort of hidden in the back of the yeah. with a fan. <laughs> That's for you, Chris, if you're listening, by the way. <laughs> he's not. Right. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care, and we shall see you next time. See you then. Bye.